Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you lean into your fears. This week's guest is Sia Minhas, and I am so excited to share her story with you today. Sia is a member of the advisory board of The Conversationalist, which is an organization committed to empowering members of Gen Z to have echo chamber breaking conversations. She is also the founder of Generations Long Island, which I really enjoyed talking with her about. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Sia Minhas. So my name is Sia. I'm 16 years old. I attend high school on Long Island in New York. And I've been a member of the Conversationalist Advisory Board for more than a few months now. Um, it's been an incredible experience, and I've met so many people through it. And I also founded my own organization, Generations Long Island, um, which is part of a branch program of Generations, which is a really popular online platform that's dedicated, uh, dedicated to amplifying our youth and bringing awareness to issues that are affecting us on a digestible level. And so the purpose of Generations Long Island is to pretty much do the same thing, but with a more regional focus on what's going on in my community and to highlight people in my community. So right now we're just like getting ourselves situated, I guess, um, and trying to figure out where we wanna go. Um, but it's been really amazing so far. And I also was a writer for a nonprofit organization called Teen Health 101, where we talked about uh, mental and physical health issues. And I got to write tons of articles and actually interview some amazing people. And it was a really amazing experience. I don't write for them anymore, but it was a really great opportunity. And I got to do so many amazing things through it. Um, and that's pretty much it for me. I like, besides the things that I do, um, I enjoy like law and advocacy. I'm hoping to pursue law when I graduate high school. And that's pretty much it about me. Thank you so much for talking with me, Sia. And I am so excited to talk with you about all of these projects you're working on. And I would love to start off by asking you to tell me a little bit more about your background and some of the experiences that you've had that got you to this point of working with the conversationalist and Zenerations and all of the other advocacy work you're doing. Can you tell me more about your background and the path that got you here? Okay. Yeah, of course. Um, I would say that I think one of the experiences that led me to join the conversational is I actually remember how I was introduced to it. A friend of mine who was also in Teen Health 101 on her Instagram story, she had posted about the conversationalist. And this was in the summer of like the pandemic, like the first summer uh, during the pandemic. And at this time, there were a lot of like mobilized movements, um, Black Lives Matter movements. And later on, of course, you, uh, we were going to see like anti-Asian um, hate movements and things like that. And so I think that sort of rhetoric that I was exposed to also influenced my decision to join the community because suddenly I was so exposed to like a sea of different viewpoints 
and it almost was overwhelming. And I didn't have a platform that I could go to, to sort of filter through these opinions and have conversations with people, right? Because I feel like Instagram doesn't really do that. And Facebook doesn't really do that. And Snapchat doesn't really do that. But the conversationalist was really like geared to advocacy and uh, having people share their voices and giving them a platform to do so. And so I joined. And before that, I considered myself a really open-minded person. And in the next couple months, I was like, I was probably like the most ignorant person before I joined this community because I realized I was stuck in this like echo chamber as we often describe it. And I was just surrounded and affirmed by the same opinions as me. And I thought that made me somehow smarter or more righteous in a sense. Um, And over time, like as I was in the community and I got to talk to so many different people with so many different viewpoints, um, I learned that you know, that's not the goal. That's not what we should have in mind to be like righteous and right all the time. I actually enjoy being wrong sometimes. As weird as that sounds, I like being proven wrong or at least being exposed to a different opinion than my own because it makes me think and it makes me grow. And so I think that's helped me shift from like that, like fixed mindset to growth mindset. If I had to like sum it up, that's kind of been my experience with the conversationalist. And then with my own platform, I've always been interested in advocacy. Um, Through my school, I'm in a youth and government program, which is sponsored by the YMCA. And we mock attorneys and legislators. And I was an attorney for two years. I was recently promoted to be a justice. So I've I've had so much experience through like advocacy and defending people. So Generations Long Island, that was like one more outlet for me to express myself and for me to allow other people to express themselves and give them that opportunity to do so much like you're doing right now with this podcast, which I think is like phenomenal and giving people the opportunity to share their growth and what they're going through. And so with that platform, I know of so many people in my community who are doing such great things and are helping their community in unimaginable ways but haven't been able to get that reach and haven't been able to find that platform that will share their story and mobilize it and make it a bigger cause. And so I thought, why can't I be that platform? Why can't I give that platform to people? And then I did it. And then it was like, oh my goodness, I did it. And (laughs) where do I go from here? And so I, you know, I opened up applications, people applied, people joined, um, And now we have like a solid team and we're going through the steps of like trying to, you know, figure out where we want to go from there, but it's been an amazing journey so far. And I've not only seen myself grow, but I've been able to see the ways in which other people have grown. And I think that's more gratifying than anything else, but that's been my experience so far. That's so great. And I love the path you took to realizing that you don't always have to be right. And I think especially with conversations um, and putting yourself out there, having those important conversations, it's it's a great thing to learn. I would love to talk more about Generations Long Island. Can you tell me some about the path to get started with that project, what you're working on now, what's in store for the future? Can you just tell me more about that organization? Yeah, of course. Um, so... With Generations Long Island, currently I've been working on like a website to promote things. Right now, I think what we wanted to do, or at least what I came in 
with what I wanted to do when creating the organization was I wanted to create a platform where people could be honored in a way. And I got to share people's stories. And so I opened up applications. I have um, a couple team members now, and we've been just kind of at this point, like swapping ideas on how to sort of amplify people's voices. Um, again, much like you're doing right now, which I think is really great. Um, and so right now we're trying to shift the focus from building our organization to building other people's causes and giving them that opportunity to grow and see themselves on a stage or on a platform where they can really mobilize their cause. So like things like that, we've been interested in doing like um, arts missions, you know, we kind of wanna, cause I feel like there are different mediums to advocacy, you know, not everyone advocates through podcasts like you do, or maybe through organizations like a conversationalist. Some people do it through poetry. Some people do it through art. Some people do it through singing. Some people do it through speeches and uh, TED Talks, which, you know, those are just some of the ways that I've seen people express their causes and what they're advocating for. And so we wanted to include all those different mediums in our organization. So we've tried to open up like art submissions, writing submissions. Um, we want to interview people. I was actually able to interview someone. Her name's Ada Chen. She's currently a student at Northeastern University. And while she was in high school, this was, uh, I interviewed her during her senior year of high school. Um, uh, she actually founded a bakery and she was selling like cookies and things for uh, like in her school. And it was so cool to see like, not just like advocacy, but her passions and how she was able to mobilize her passions and tangibly express it to other people through the things that she made and the things that she baked. And it's still up and running. I checked the website. I checked the Instagram account. It's called Distress Bakery. They look amazing. I haven't tried it yet, which is probably horrible of me because it looks good and I'm depriving myself of some really great food. Um, <laughs> but I've been hoping to interview some more people and right now we're just working on like articles and our website, really just like the finishing touches on our organization before we jump into really highlighting people in our community. But that's kind of what I see for it is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Generations, but they're a really large platform and they've been able to like mobilize so many different causes and highlight so many different people. And I've learned so much from them, things that I probably would not have ever learned about if I, you know, just wasn't exposed to what they were sharing, which I think is really great. And I think that's what I want to do and what I want to emulate in our organization. But that's pretty much it so far. I mean, of course, we're still in our infancy, so we're trying to find our footing. But I definitely have a lot of hopes and dreams for it. Um, so we'll see where that takes us. I love those goals and I can't wait to follow along with the interviews and stay updated with the work you're doing with Generations Long Island and of course also with the conversationalist. So I have one last question for you. Lots of young people, particularly college students, high school students, want to create change and they want to make a difference, but they may not know how or maybe where to get started. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Yeah, of course. Um, I think my biggest piece of advice is 
kind of lean into the fear that you have when starting your own or pursuing your own passions and causes. Um, I remember when I saw the applications for Generations, uh, like the branches, and I was terrified. And I was like, if I submit it and I get chosen, I'm going to have to create an organization, get a team together, and then do the thing that I've been wanting to do. But I leaned into it and I submitted my application and like somehow I got chosen to do it. And now we're here and it's been amazing so far. Um, But like lean into that fear. And I'm sure, um, you know, obviously not trying to assume what you've gone through, but I'm sure you probably had some sort of like hesitation with pursuing your own hopes and dreams. And I'm, I'm sure you have something to share about that, which I would love to hear. But I think that I think just lean into it. I think so many times we're told not to pursue our dreams and passions because of failure, but there are so many stories of people who've gone into jobs and positions that they're not happy with and they failed at it. And I remember hearing somewhere, someone saying something along the lines of, you know, what hurts more than not trying something that you want to do is failing at something you never wanted to do in the first place. And I think that's the biggest thing. Don't put yourself in a position where you're not happy. Uh, Take the risk. Because regardless, you know, there's that probability that you're going to fail. Why not try and embrace that risk of failing while doing something you love and doing something that you're passionate about? Um, And don't underestimate yourself because, I feel like so many times we kind of under—we underestimate how capable we truly are. And when we tell ourselves and, you know, like affirmations and things like that, I know they sound silly, but I think they help tell ourselves that we can do it and that, you know, we're capable. I think that really can give us this mindset of, I can do this and you can do it regardless of where you are and what you're doing. Um, but yeah, my, I think my biggest piece of advice would definitely be just lean into that fear and lean into that voice that's telling, you no and prove it wrong because it is a, it is a great feeling to prove it wrong, but that's pretty much it. I really enjoyed my conversation with Sia and I'm super excited to follow along with the work she's doing because she has some great goals. I want to highlight some of the advice that Sia shared at the end of the episode. She talked about how important it is to lean into your fears and I think that is great advice. Thinking about Sia's own path, I think she exemplifies her advice when she talked about being okay with being wrong in conversations and learning from those experiences. Whether it's engaging in conversations, starting a new project or a new organization, or making a change in your life, it's so important to challenge yourself and test the limits of what makes you uncomfortable or scared. You will never know what could have been accomplished or what could have happened if you play it safe, so test those limits and push those boundaries, because change comes when you lean into your fears. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and you can connect with Sia on Instagram at Sia Minhas and you can check out Generations Long Island at Generations Long Island and The Conversationalist at The Conversationalist on Instagram as well.
If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.